0: Hi, I'm Chris Plum, head coach and CEO of Carmel Swim Club. This is the Off the Deck podcast. Off the Deck champions Carmel Swim Club's mission, teaching excellence through swimming for life. Carmel Swim Academy will provide an entry point for more children in central Indiana to have access to life-saving programs. It's true, drowning is the leading cause of injury-related death in children ages one to four and the second leading cause of death in children five to nine but there is hope participation in formal swimming lessons can mitigate the risk of drowning by 88%. We are compelled to use our expertise in swimming to make our community safer and ensure every child has the opportunity to learn to swim. To learn more, visit www.carmelswimacademy.org. Off the Deck podcast is also sponsored by Gain Swimming. Gain Swimming is the gold standard in dryland training. We have our annual clinic in Carmel coming up September 10th through the 12th. To learn more, visit www.thegainnetwork.com slash gainswimming. Let's get on with the show. Very excited about today's guest, the one and only Jake Mitchell. Jake is a 2020, I guess we say 2020, uh, Olympian, really 2021. He's a 2020 graduate of Carmel high school. He in high school, uh, set the national public high school record in the 500 free. He was a national runner up in 400 free in 2019. He, uh, was a big champ. He goes to university of Michigan. He's the big 10 champ in the 500. He is a biology major. And he probably had one of the most exciting races we saw at the Olympic trials. Probably never the, I don't know. Hopefully, never repeat it again. We'll, we'll see. But uh, he did the time trial in the and free at the Olympic trials uh, to make the Olympics. Uh, quite a unique, unique, unique experience. I think we need to tell that story first, and then we can kind of go backwards from there. But so we're at the Olympic trials. You know, well maybe we maybe we back up a little bit. Because everyone, uh, I coached you through high school, and then you came home after NCAAs to swim here. And all along, we had trained to what, Jake? What are we trying to do?
1: Just, I don't know, something
0: fast. <laughs> Make the team, right? Like, yeah. I remember I said, Jake, why? what do you want to do at the trials? And you, without hesitation, you said? Make the team. Make the team. No hesitation, right? And I felt that energy from you. Uh, and then you, you trained in Carmel. So when you were back home training in Carmel, you're getting ready. How were you feeling during that time?
1: Um, I was extremely motivated. I think it was probably like the most motivated I've been in a while. I think because of the pandemic and everything, it kind of like made us um like take a step back almost. And I I think that's when I head back when I headed back home, I wanted to make sure that from that moment on, um, there was no doubt in my mind I was going to make the team and I wanted to make sure that I had done everything I could, um, you know, and so that when I finished trials, make the team, make not make the team. I wanted to be able to say that I would do it all over again, um, that I had fun, that I um, trained hard, I bettered myself and, you know, all those kinds of reasons.
0: Yeah. So you I mean, I would agree. You trained with an unbelievable conviction and we, we could talk about that coming up, but you were you were on a mission, you were on a purpose, uh, doing things in practice that you've never done before, but I think you felt, you know, comfortable in, in what we did to get you there. Um, we go, you know, the big challenge you had, and I always feel like you had that first day, right? You're the 400 free on the first day. Um, talk to us about, you know, maybe the couple of days leading into it. And then that, that prelim swim,
1: uh yeah so a couple days leading into it i was terrified um i i mean i had i know like on the drive there and like leading up to leaving i was like super nonchalant just like I, i knew what was gonna happen i knew i was gonna make the team and as soon as i got there i was like oh boy i was like this is this is a little different like i know we had prepared for what olympic trials was that was my first time going um And, but then like, as soon as I like got in the warm up pool, um, the day before my race, I was like, like, this isn't going to get me on the Olympic team acting like this. Um, I'm not going to be able to make the Olympic team being a little scared. Um, and so I had to like, kind of shift my mindset to what we had talked about in practice, just turn it into, you know, another practice where I'm racing Griffin or Gus or anyone, any of those guys just turn it into that um and so I kind of had to do that kind of uh, mentality switch and then um the day of the, the day of the meet obviously I was scared obviously I was trying to shift my mindset you know be be grateful that I was even there competing after the year we had um and yeah just I mean there's all types of emotions and I, I definitely would was not uh was not prepared for all of the types of emotions but i think um i handled it somewhat well
0: (laughs) yeah well i mean i i knew the one job we had my job was to get you to the final Mm -hmm. uh, and to help you kind of guide you through that you know you're in the last you're in the fastest heat you're the third seed um, you've certainly seen trials and you've been to nationals and big 10 champ, but I don't think anything can really prepare you for that moment, but you handled it. You had a lane at night, right? What lane yeah. were you in in finals? You got seven, six? seven, yeah. you're in lane seven. So you're fifth, right? Is that right? Uh, six, six. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a swim coach. I should know that stuff. Right. <laughs> uh, so, um, you know, you're in lane, you're in lane seven. You, you got a shot, right? But, one thing I knew is um, we always thought was this like, okay, we're top two, right? Top two, top two. It's yeah. going to get us on the team. Yeah. Uh, and then watching from the stands. I mean, just talk us through that day. Um, you know, you, you make it back. You're feeling good. And then talk to us about that day in that race.
1: Yeah. Um, so I was a little tense in the morning. Um, it was my, like my first time walking out for – Um, a race and we didn't have the full stands obviously but um, you know being surrounded by fans having um, kind of that arena aspect um, was a little nerve-wracking so I think I I was a little bit tense um, and I thought like oh okay well I made it back that's all I need to do I know I know I know how to race I know I know how to get top two Um, and I mean leading up to the session it was more like it was more like okay well I could get top two. Yeah. But then like, what if I don't get top two and this is my best shot? Like, so it was a little bit of that, like tenseness coming from a different area. Um, and so I think that's kind of the reason why I was like very tense on the first, like hundred to hundred of my swim. Um, I didn't really let it rip. Like I had in practice, um, just because I, you know, it was a little bit just like my muscles were tense and all that. Um, so I think, yeah, the nervousness kind of came from a different different area, but um, it was. Um, I was definitely telling myself the entire day that I could I could go that and be be top two. Um, I was in lane seven, which the past two times I've been in lane seven at a national meet, I got second. So I was like, all right, well, <laughs> third time's a charm, right?
0: Yeah, that's good mojo. <laughs>
1: um, yeah, but I, I mean, I was super excited. I, I definitely knew I could get top two. Um, But I think, you know, just like the tenseness and everything kind of hindered me, I guess, from going that 345 on that day, I guess.
0: But, uh, you know, with, I don't know, a hundred to go, I think you were like in fifth or sixth. Yeah. And then you made this heroic charge, especially that last 50. Mm -hmm. You do get your hand on the wall second. I, it was such a mix of emotions for me watching it like oh my god he got second but <laughs> he didn't get this time i don't even yeah i didn't really know what it meant but i had a pretty good idea what was it like for you when you're like oh i got i mean i, I got second but I, I didn't get the time yeah you, know, you were pissed it looked like but
1: yeah no yeah I was um <laughs> i like i like touched the wall and um i looked up and i saw two and i was all I was looking for and then i go wait a minute Uh, and i looked back and i see the time and obviously we had been training 345 344 so i was like that's terrible like i don't like i was mad at that but then i was also like okay what does that mean like um and then also just like there was like embarrassment kind of um just because you know that's never really happened like no one's ever not gotten the time getting second so i think there's like a crazy amount of emotions and then like i looked up in the stands and i saw like Madeline's dad like going crazy because he saw that was second, but he didn't understand. And I was like, "Oh no, he doesn't know yet." <laughs> um, but yeah, so it was just like it was. It was again. It was just like a lot of different emotions, and I think um, that's like the biggest thing about trials. Um, just like you don't think that you can have that many, but then they all come at once, and it's just like how do how do you deal with it, and um, how do you move on from there?
0: Yeah. So um, you get second. And then, I you mean, know, there's this like, everyone's asking, what does this mean? Eventually turns out that, uh, Zane growth growthy had the a cut and he got 11th. So anybody from second to 11th can actually time trial anytime between, I don't know, like whatever that day was through June 23rd and make, make the team, right. Anybody yeah. who gets the a cut can go, but, if you get the A cut, then it goes by order of place. So being second actually was a huge, um huge for you, right? Because if you're not yeah. second, maybe if you're third, you're like, I oh, maybe you don't feel as good. I don't know. But so getting second definitely paid dividends, like helped to get you on the team. So certainly there. But um I want to tell this story from from my side, and, and you can tell it from yours. So we're going to do a time trial at trials. And I'm like, okay, great. When are they going to do it? Middle of the day? That's not, not going to work. And they were, USA yeah. Swimming was great. They're like, no, we're going to do it after finals at the end of the night. Perfect. Um, And everyone, we had this meeting uh, with USA Swimming and they were like, okay, when does everyone want to do this time trial? I mean, you swam the 400 on Sunday and like the next time we could really do it was Tuesday. And I think Friday were like the best days based on things, so. Um, you and I spoke and we're like, you were like, I want to do this as soon as possible. Like, right. Like when I said, yeah. Jake, when do you want to do? It? You're like ASAP. Yeah. And I love that. Right. As yeah. I was like, yeah. okay, he's in. And then we're in this meeting and everyone like, I'm the last to go. And everyone is going around the circle, like when they want a time trial and all the other coaches are like Friday, 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 Friday It gets to me. And I'm like, we're going Tuesday. Every coach looked at me and goes Tuesday, and uh, no one else wanted to go Tuesday. And then I texted you, Jake, and I said, Jake, you want uh, Tuesday? You want to go alone? What did you say?
1: Um, yeah, I don't care. I'm gonna make it anyway.
0: (laughs) Right? There was no no doubt. So it's Tuesday night. Um, you know we're gonna do it Tuesday. They they got it all set up, and I have to tell this part too. So. Tuesday night. Uh, it says on the heat sheet it's going to go off at like nine nine o five or something, right? Like USA Swimming's been they've been exact in terms of when these things happen and, and how they happen. And I'm like, okay, so we're going to work backwards. And we did our backwards. You know, we're going to w- take five minutes to walk over there, five minutes to get up on the block, five minutes to cool down. You know, we're backing everything up. We do pace at this time. And then, like, we're in the middle of pace. And like they're done, yeah. And you're you're doing pace, Jake. You don't even know this part yet. You're doing pace, and I'm talking to Mike Bottom. Like, are they like, is this gonna happen now? And I'm like, kind of freaking out on the side. You're doing pace. I missed a couple of your fifties, by the way. Uh, I that's mean, all good. <laughs> I made up your time. Yeah. Uh, and Mike Bottom goes, head coach <laughs> of Michigan, goes, Chris, I got this. Walks over. I'm still getting pace, and he comes over to me. and goes, Chris, whenever Jake wants to go. Shake and go. I was like, all right, cool, cool. Everyone's sticking around. So you do your pace. Talk, talk to us. What have you go into the ready room and then walk us through what happened next?
1: Uh, yeah, walked in the ready room. Um, I was all alone in there. Uh, it's just me, <laughs> which is uh, weird, right? Yeah, it's different than all the heats and everything when there's like 20, 30 guys in there. Um, and I'm, I'm in there, I'm like, you know, shaking loose, and then. Um, the lady comes in she's like um all right we're gonna move you up to the f- first room like is that okay I was like yeah walk back there we're like standing there for a couple minutes and I'm like shaking yeah'm I'm like I'm about to go out there like all alone um and it was it was a really cool thing because as soon as they call my name um, and I walked out and I see everybody like cheering for me it was just like that uh i'm doing this all alone turned into like i'm doing this all alone like that's pretty that's pretty sweet yeah um and so like w- as soon as i walked out i think like I, when i watched the video again later like you can see me like oh yeah like getting super excited um
0: M&M's i was like, playing right
1: yeah it was uh yeah and i like look over i see like all my michigan teammates um, they're all cheering for me, so it was really cool. Um, and then, yeah, just everybody um all getting behind me. and I mean, I knew I could do it, but that was that was pretty sweet. Um, little addition. Um, so yeah, it's crazy,
0: yeah, um, and watching from the stands, like at the, you know you went out uh, at, the, at the fifty, I was like, oh boy. But at the same time, like, you know, that's how he's supposed to swim it, right? And you took it out at 149, came back, Mm -hmm. I don't know, 155, 156. But um, everybody in the crowd just kept getting more and more excited after every 50 because you kept getting closer and closer. And then you hit the wall, you see the time. What was that like for you, that emotion?
1: Um, That was relief and um, relief and triumph, I think. also, like, perseverance. I mean, we talk about, like, courage and perseverance, like, Carmel School Club. Like, um, that's the epitome right there. Um, and I think, you know, just, like, having those kinds of values ingrained in my head um, and, you know, wanting to persevere and knowing I could do it still, um, that's it's just cu- culmination of all the hard work I put in um, since I started swimming, you know, all my dreams. Um, and so, I mean, knowing that I made the team or made the team, I guess, at that point. Right. Um, was very, really, relie- <laughs> very relieving. And, um, yeah, I was, I was pretty hype, I think.
0: <laughs> yeah. I probably didn't sleep that night. Right.
1: No, I got like three hours of sleep <laughs> <laughs>
0: and you still wanted to do the 800 to the next day.
1: Uh, yeah, I, well, okay. So the story behind that is Patrick Callan, um, he got sixth or something in the, in the 200 free. And so he was like, oh, we need another double. Or we need like this many doubles and i was like dude i don't know if i am going to be able to double but i'll try for you <laughs> and and then I, I got three hours of sleep and i was like all right yeah this is looking a little bit worse
0: <laughs> oh i was just hoping that like all right he made it we just get 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 lane eight or something in 800 a week who knows what can happen but
1: uh, yeah <laughs> that
0: it was tough. <laughs> it was a tough race. I all, all I mean I think if you kind of look across the board everybody had the, has the same issue. So,
1: yeah.
0: Um so from there uh you know, you're the so you become the youngest guy on the team, like the only male teenager on the team. Like, mm-hmm. right? you know, 6 weeks getting ready, you go to Hawaii for 2 weeks and then to Japan. Um, you know, what was the what were those what was that training camp like? And, and, you know, you know, we, for all, for those of us on the outside, we don't really know. So maybe talk, talk us through the Olympic camp and, and getting ready for the games.
1: Yeah. Um. So when we went to Hawaii, um, we had a, a few pools that we were kind of like cycling through. Um, We had like a, a specific coach that had like a sort of training group. So I was with coach Anthony Nasty at Florida. um, And then I was like training with Kieran and, Bobby, um, and some of those guys. Um, but yeah, so what was really cool. What I was kind of blown away by, um, was like all the recovery things, all the things that we have like at our um, disposal, like, um, whether that's like diet stuff or, um, like massages, ice baths, stuff like that. Like, there's just like everything that you think you need, they can get you. Um, which I think was really cool. Cause I mean, obviously I never had that cause I mean, we were a high school team. Like, <laughs> um, and so like, it, that was just really cool to, you know, kind of have that, um, those resources like at, at our disposal. Um, so that was really cool. And then also, um, getting to train with like people that I've been watching at like, like Excel at these big meets, um, and being actually able to like hang out with them um, and stuff was, um, awesome and so we had Hawaii for two weeks a um, lot of really good training in there and then um, we moved to Tokyo this high-performance center um, about 30 45 minutes away from the village and that was it was kind of like a team USA compound um, so we had like our pool area and then our weight room they like built a weight room in this in this like basketball gym and we like shared it with fencing like they were like fencing when we were doing our weights um which was kind of cool um but they had you know meals on meals on site um we stayed in a hotel for that part um it was really cool to kind of be able to you know get into tokyo um we weren't able to really explore anything but you know you get to see the city you get to train with everybody um still and so yeah we kind of were just getting everyone was getting a little bit more specialized like into what their events were, um, at that point. And then once they moved into the village, it was basically just, you know, do what you need. The coaches are just there, um, for whatever you need. So, um, yeah, it was, it was a really cool experience. Definitely. Um, I think the training camp was, um, the most fun that I've had, um, training, I think, you know, it's just a month and a half of just, grinding um with some of the best swimmers in the nation. So yeah, it's pretty cool.
0: You know, I talked to uh coach Brent arkey last week and he talked about, you know, he coached Emma Wyatt, and you know, the one thing I think he talked about was just like, okay, I really belong with these guys. Did you have that similar experience?
1: Yeah. Um I think um when people like if people would say like oh like you're the youngest male um swimmer i was like okay but like at the same time i don't really see myself as that like even though like like there's guys that are 20 there's guys that are 21 like i see those guys basically as like my age um mm-hmm. and so like yeah there's like older veterans um but like at the same time like we're all we all belong there like we're all um olympian like we're all teammates so i mean i didn't really see a, a difference in like that and so um. Yeah, it was. It really felt like as, as soon as we got off the plane in Hawaii, it was like we're a team. We all belong here, and we could we could get to work.
0: And they, you, Nate, you know, we often talk about the power of USA Swimming is uh, really in the teamwork uh, and the coaches, like coming together and sharing, and the willingness to be, you know, to go above and beyond for your for your teammates for your country. Um was that, was that that way for you? And like, what do you think makes team USA so powerful and great at these meets at the Olympics?
1: Um, I think it's a culmination of a lot of things. Um, I mean, obviously we have, like I said, we have resources, we have the, the coaching staff that is, um, so just amazing in each of their own right and how, what they bring to the table. Um, and I just, I just think we have a lot of people that, just absolutely love swimming and absolutely love getting better. Um, and I think, you know, everyone, when you have that many people in the same area that all, um, commit to a same mindset, um, of we're going to do whatever it takes to be the best in the world. I think that's, that's when great things happen. Um, and I think that's kind of what team USA, um, embodies.
0: Yeah, it's great stuff, Jake. Um, so now that we've kind of shared and you go to the games, uh, you make it back. Right. I mean, I think you kind of like, you know, people, I mean, I, the reporters were asking me, do you think Jake will make it back? And I'm like, yeah, I think he's going to make it back. I think he can battle, you know, I think he can go 344. Yeah. Um, you know, what was the actual swim, you know, prelims and finals like for you?
1: Um, so prelims was at night was our nighttime. Um, mm-hmm. uh, your guys this morning. So, I mean, I just treated it like a final swim. Um, and I was happy that I was happy that that was at night because I was like, oh, okay, well I'm normally a better night swimmer. Right. Um, so, you know, I'm sitting 13th right now. Hopefully I can, you know, throw down something that would get me top eight, um, make an Olympic final. And so I was able to do that. The swim itself, um, I was a little nervous just cause I wanted to make it back. But at the same time I was like, you text uh, you, you like texted me after after prelims were like you didn't come this far only come this far so I think you know just understanding that I didn't I didn't make the Olympic team just to, to say I made the Olympic team I wanted to make a final I wanted to get a medal stuff like that so I think um, you know I was a little nervous but at the same time I was like super excited I was like I'm at the Olympics I'm in Tokyo um, and it's the same pool as it is at Carmel and um, so I think I had a really good swim in the in the prelims. Um I almost even split it, which was interesting. Um I think cuz I did a little bit more like distance kind of work um in Hawaii, but uh I still had a little bit of speed on the end, so that was good. I got to race some guys in my heat. Um but yeah, so once I made it back, it was kind of like getting ready for the morning swim. We had done some like broken swims during training camp like in the morning so that we could like kind of simulate that. Um, But I mean, at the same time, the fastest I'd ever been in the morning was 3.48. So (laughs) (laughs) I was like, that's not going to cut it. I need to, I need to be faster than that. Um, And I mean, luckily I was, I, I, I took some extra measures. They gave us um, like a list of things that you can, you can do to help get ready for the morning got up, took a warm shower, stayed warm, Um, you know, like caffeine. Caffeine, yeah um and so yeah i mean i was in the ready room i was hyped out of my mind watching jay and chase go one two um and yeah like we we kind of had the the same walkout as the prelim it felt the felt the exact same honestly um and you know the entire time i thought you know i can i can medal um everybody in this everybody in this heat can it's just a matter of who executes um and I, I think, um, I think I had a good race again. I just felt a little bit, uh, out of control. Um, cause my prelim, um, I felt pretty in control, you know, I was like kind of sitting with them and then I just like bounced. Um, and then I also, but in the final I had, you know, Jack McLaughlin, who was to my, um, left, who was kind of went out a little bit faster. And so I was kind of, you know, jumping back and forth between that and, Um, I mean, I still went right on my best time. I was happy to go 345 for the third time. Um, I think that's pretty – I was pretty proud of myself for that. Obviously, I wanted more, um, but, I mean, anyone at that stage wants more. So, um, yeah, I think it was was a really cool experience, you know, getting to see Team USA cheering for you in the stands, um, cheer for you once you're done. Um, And, yeah.
0: So um – what are you excited for i mean you got three years now are you uh paris i mean are we thinking that and are you thinking more events absolutely you know, I'm thinking Paris. <laughs> you and i haven't had the chance really to uh yeah to kind of to talk about this because it's been a whirlwind since but
1: yeah
0: um, you know where's your head at now for
1: that um i mean for sure i'm thinking paris um i you know i i don't i want to continue to get better at the 400 it's 200. um i want to make a relay um obviously just because you know I, I was able to swim on a relay in 2019 in junior worlds and that was just so much fun um so i mean obviously i'm gonna try to try to do something like that in 2024 but um i think just seeing the absolute best in the sport, um, right now is just like super motivating. Cause I see like, yeah, I mean, I made the Olympics, but there's, there's another step, um, that needs to be taken. There's another multiple steps that need to be taken. Um, and yeah, I mean, I took the time off, um, once I finished my race and I kind of reassessed what do I want from the sport? What do I want, um, to happen over the next couple of years. And, um, yeah, I'm very excited.
0: Great. Love it. You know, let's kind of go back in time. Um, how did you how did you get into swimming? I know you grew up in California. Uh how did how, what got you under the water at first?
1: Um, so I started swimming when I was six, um, in summer league. Um, my sister was doing summer league, so my parents said uh if if we're going there for her you might as well join her. Um, but up until that point I was terrified of water. I would, I would like cling onto my parents would not, yeah. would not go alone. Um, and so they made me do it. Um, and I'm glad they did. But, uh, I, as soon as I started going and, um, you know, learning what an actual race was, um, I, I was addicted. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, yeah. So and what's well, we can talk about that racing part here coming up, but uh, then you're like ten or eleven, right? And you, your your parents moved to Carmel. Yes. Uh, so, what was the reasoning behind moving to Carmel at the time?
1: Um, so we have family in Carmel and um, on my dad's side, and um, <clears throat> my sister and I we were like both going into like like she was going in to be a freshman in high school. I was going to go into middle school, so it was kind of like if we were going to move, Like we had visited and we really liked it a lot um, and we were like, oh, we could be close to family. Um, And then that was kind of just like the time to do it because otherwise, you know, we would have been starting a new school like halfway through high school and such. So, um, you know, swimming worked out, schools worked out and so we were like, yeah, sure, might as well. Um, And yeah, that was pretty much it.
0: All right, and then you know, I think uh watching you in the race so you you moved to Carmel and you, but the you were always to me a little bit like the guy who was chasing the other guys, right? You were in high school and, and like we had Drew and maybe Wyatt a little bit overshadowed you, but you were always so hungry to beat those guys and chase those guys. And I'm, I wanted to always ask you, where do you think that comes from from you? Like you have this love to race and win like and you like you just almost refuse to lose uh, Mm. when I watch you race like where do you think that comes from for you
1: um I don't know I mean (laughs) I think it's just it's just being competitive I mean I'm trying I'm like I'm literally competitive in like almost everything I do um and so I mean when it comes to something that I like so love so much like swimming like I, I don't want to be second like I don't want to be <laughs> I don't want to be second third fourth all the way down to whatever I, I want to be on top and I think a lot of people um, a lot of people have that same thing and it was really cool to kind of kind of meet those people this past summer I guess um, and yeah I, I don't know it's just yeah I've always kind of been that way um, you know you know the Ricky Bobby uh, probably good nights. If you're not first, you're last. First, you're last. <laughs> so, uh, yeah,
0: there's some truth yeah. in that, right?
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, And then you're like your your journey here, your progression in 2000. I don't know if it was 16 or 17. Long Island Juniors. Yeah, yeah. It. You're gonna frown a little bit. Don't bring not that. Not a great meet. Not a great meet. No, a terrible meet. So that had to be in 17, I think, right? was so you're after your freshman year going in your sophomore year not a great meet but i think at some point along those that meet i don't know if you can correct me you had like i'm never letting this happen again i'm going to come back here and with a purpose and i remember having that conversation with you at that meet and then you just went on this tear um was that a turning point for you do you think or was it
1: was yeah you know, yeah i mean i think so i mean i mean yeah it kind of sucks getting bottom three bottom five in in every event at my first juniors it wasn't exactly what i had 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 in mind i wasn't planning on winning by any means Mm -hmm. like i was i was just getting the cuts um and so i don't i mean i i guess i don't know what i expected of myself um but i guess there's that (laughs) um but yeah i mean it had been like my best event um wasn't didn't do as well as i had hoped um and then from there, like the rest of my events just weren't good. I added a lot, um, and pretty much everything. And I you know we, you talked about you, you were like, Oh, next year, like we need to think about making multiple finals. And I was like, do you see what happening? <laughs> multiple finals, like a finals at juniors. Are you kidding me? Um, but then I was like, okay, well, what if I can, like, what, what if I, what if I can do that? Um, and so we always you know went back to the drawing board like what, what do we have to do to make something like that happen um and so you know culmination whole work, hard work, and everything, determination, and then next year twenty eighteen we were made made almost every final, so yep,
0: yeah, I remember that that meet you dropped like thirty seconds in the mile, right
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: There's nothing greater, I think, showing up at nationals with a, a time that's a year old and then just like crushing your heat, you know? Yeah. Uh, and I think, you know, I, that was probably your big moment. I, did you go 352 in the 400? Yeah. yeah. So five, six second drop at that meet. Um, mm-hmm. Put you on the map. And then it was like, okay, well, how do we get, how do we be top two or three at nationals in a, a year later, right? So nationals. Uh, you know, you end up runner-up in the 400, Mm -hmm. right? Who who is the guy that beat you? You know who that is. Elijah. (laughs) Still has you. He's he's your motivation, right?
1: Yeah. Um,
0: and then like, but then you get to go to that international experience when you went to uh, World Juniors. What? So do you feel like now that you can kind of look back and reflect? Do you think that meets? help prepare you for um you know for the for the games and what you know what do you think you learned in that international competition
1: um i think i learned uh like stay in your own lane um just because you know in 2019 when i first got there i was like dude like there's so many different countries here that's so sweet like and i was kind of like they were all doing these weird things um like for warm up and stuff like that. And it was just like, it was kind of like distracting, I guess, if, if you didn't know how to handle it, I guess. So going into the Olympics, I was like, okay, like this is nothing I haven't seen before. I'm just going to stick to what I'm doing and what Team USA is doing. Um, and, I mean, that's true for literally any other meet. Like you can go to juniors and see other teams, see, see them doing stuff and be like, oh, like it's easy to get distracted in that. But at the same time, like you're there too. Like they should be distracted by what you're doing, so like just you know stay in your own lane, do what you, do what got you there, and um, yeah, everything will work out.
0: Yeah, and it certainly you, you know you you came back, you won the 800 free relay, got a gold medal, and that's gonna motivate you going forward. Um, you know, and I think other people need to realize too, you know, for the listeners out there, how important your teammates are to you? Like, I feel like you're the guy who's always hanging out, pushing people. And I thought to to me, you were an incredibly positive influence on the younger people at Carmel. And like, you didn't have an ego about it. you like, let's, you know, I told you when you come back, you're going to be, you know, there could be practice. You got eight kids in your lane, long course. Yeah. Um, what, you know, that teammate side of you that you've always, you know, like, like, talk to us about that. You know, swimming is not just an individual sport; it's a team sport. And you, I think embody that.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think, I think, um, I had a lot of help with, um, that and kind of like learning how to be that kind of teammate from like drew Kibler. Um, and some of the older guys, when I was a freshman, like we would literally like be laughing on the wall, um, in the middle of threshold, like, it's a time when you probably shouldn't be laughing or anything like that. Like you, like we found a way to make the hardest stuff fun. And at the same time, um, like beat on each other and, you know, just, um, push each other to, to our max. And so I think that's kind of what I, that's kind of where I learned how to do that. Um, and you know, like even now, like I'm, I'm loud when I'm practicing, like I'm, I'm always screaming, like Kieran and I, in hawaii we were screaming and quoting things like during the entire set and so like i think it's just it just takes like that one like kind of positive um person like to you know be loud and um be vocal and you know that can kind of change the tide for a whole workout or season i guess yeah
0: and just you know in our sport it is it is tough and like you said you know can be a grind and you're showing up every day and if you can be there for your teammates and make the make the environment better it just goes such a long way and i think you know you guys at carmel uh did a great job at that and i love the energy that you have and like is there similar things happening at michigan um the past or do you expect to now that the pandemic is, because you can go, go to class and stuff like that i mean
1: yeah I mean- this year yeah, I think um, it's kind of, it's a similar thing in Michigan as well. Um, last year, that's how we were able to get, get through the pandemic and everything, you know, being vocal, staying behind each other. Um, and yeah, like getting getting back in. Um, it was my first time getting back in in a while on Monday. But when I did, everyone was like everyone like always hops in the water and like does like dolphin or like dolphin dives or whatever for like the first 25 and is like screaming like at the top of their lungs whenever they get out of the water. So it's just like super loud. Um, but it's a fun and it's fun and it's a, it's a, it's a good way to get in the water. Even if, uh, even if people don't, don't want to.
0: Yeah. And then, uh, you get to show off your tattoo, right? Oh yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. On the bicep. Yeah, I do.
0: Yeah. Uh, I love it. You, um, What, uh, you've been waiting for that. How did you know where to put it? Like, what were the decisions you just like bicep all the way? Or I
1: I was thinking bicep or ribs because I wanted to be able to see it. Um, Mm -hmm. so I didn't want to get it on my back. Then I heard that ribs are like the most painful thing ever. And I, and there was, there was just too many pictures of me this summer, like flexing my bicep after. And I was like, (laughs) I feel like that's the sign. Like I have to get there.
0: oh okay yeah that's great i love that i love that story so yeah awesome awesome well uh we're gonna finish with our fun our fun finishers here jake okay you always bring it home strong don't you yeah yeah all right so who in in all of history anytime any place who, who would you like to do a social kick with
1: social kick yeah uh aaron pierce okay
0: um, what are three songs on your pre-race playlist?
1: Pre-race playlist. Ooh. Um, let's go with "Some to Prove." Uh, we'll go with. I'll get some variety in here. We'll go "Blood Water," and we'll go um, "Working Man."
0: All right. Everyone's gonna have that on their playlist now. <laughs> uh so what song would you least like to have pop up during workout?
1: Um during workout, least favorite? I'd probably say anything anything country. No country. I don't want country when I'm working out. <laughs>
0: <laughs> if you could have a billboard at the pool for everyone to read, what would it say?
1: Um no one cares work harder <laughs> <laughs> Love it. all right some real fast ones are you
0: swimming in the deep end or shallow end deep end long warm-up or short warm-up short early to the block or last of the block
1: early okay uh
0: what is your perfect iron order?
1: um the normal iron order. I, I don't want to do fly last
0: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> kickboard or no kickboard uh kickboard kick or pull pull would you rather be in a pool that's too cold or too warm? Too cold. Lane leader or caboose? Lane leader. Favorite Gatorade color? Blue. <laughs> Blue. I love it. Um anything you wanna add or tell people before we wrap up?
1: No, I mean, I guess I'll just say, like, as we get back to the to the hard part of the season, just you know, um, make it, make practice fun. Um, and, uh, you know, don't, don't have any, try not to leave any, leave any doubts out there. Um, you know, do everything you can have fun in the present moment.
0: Awesome. You got any, uh, any sponsorships? You work in NIL at all?
1: Uh, I don't, I don't honestly don't really know much about what I can do, but I'm I'm definitely looking, looking to, uh, utilize that.
0: All right. Jake, it's been a lot of fun. I've been ready, I've been waiting to share this story and, and I'm glad we got to do it together. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. uh, I don't even know if you know, but I've had so many people tell me that your race at the uh, trials is amazing, doing it by yourself. I mean, swimming fans, non-swimming fans. So we're excited to, uh, to keep watching what you're doing, University of Michigan uh, this year, and I know you're gonna to continue to do great things. So,
1: Thank you so much.